Welcome to Exchange Extra. Only one more sleep until finals. Looking forward to the AFL Awards tonight. Yes. Hall of Fame was great on Tuesday. Great crop of uh, inductees. Absolutely deserving. So, uh, great questions as well to come through. That's a death tax oh, yeah. That's a, that is. <laughs> we a curse on the questions that are about to come. This one's come through from Rahul, having obviously listened to Monday night's show. He says, should Birds of Tokyo be playing the AFL Grand Final? Yep. That's a no from me. <laughs> well, I think they've had, they've had, they've had a lot of... I've had a lot of uh, good way. Good morning to the Birds of Tokyo crew. You've built them up, and no, no, no. They've they've just been at a lot of AFL events. They're my most played uh, band in my Spotify uh, play- playlist. What song? Uh, the new Eagles song. They <laughs> didn't they play the new Eagles song, Birds of what? Tokyo, the West Coast song. Did they? Huh? No, nothing against them at all. I just uh, you know they've been around the footy area for a while. I threw up my suggestions on Monday night. What about Jebediah? Yeah, what song would they play, Mitch? <laughs> Too many to pick from. <laughs> Just give us one. <laughs> Just name one. <laughs> All right. Nick wants to know, what's your one big call for the finals? GWS will beat Sydney. Okay. Geelong go with the new ruck airing <laughs> for all four finals. Each one. Yeah. Give them to us, all four. <laughs> Week one is Blitzarves and... So wait, are you saying they lose the quality and then make the grand final? Well, if, if they're going with different ruck combos, every chance. Cal, <laughs> uh, we gone? Tim wants to know, should Stringer nope. be this year's final series like the go he was mm. in 2018? Could he do the same sort of thing, Tim wants to know? I, th- I think he probably could. Don't know if Essendon's making the grand final, though. He, well, they won't. Okay. But, he, he definitely could, yeah. He's in some great form. Is he's? Because I remember the thing that sticks out from me in that final series was his pack marking against Richmond. Like he took some hangers and he took some big marks to Goey. To Goey, can Stringer do that in the air? Nah, he doesn't really do that as much. Yeah, but he kicks more goals out of the middle. And I know the the memory of the eighteen grand final of Goey kicking that first goal. After three quarter time, yeah, straight out of the guts. That awesome spider cam view of, of that goal, yeah, yeah. Was six 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 in then? No, I don't think so. Okay, from memory, another benefit for Stringer. Marcus wants to know who's the player that will elevate themselves in the final series. We've got a bit of a finals trend, clearly. Carl Amon is going to. He's, we've we've been speaking about him on this show, but I don't think the wider footy public really know who he is. I think he's going to have a big final How series. was that near goal on the weekend? Yes. The banana. Yeah. It swung around like a... Damien Beckham. Da- like a, well, I was going to say Damien Fleming outswinger. <laughs> or, or you could, I guess, say like a David Beckham cross. I'm trying to think of a Damien Fleming-ism. Corridor of uncertainty. <laughs> no, corridor of confusion. Uh, the, 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 whole, the whole thing is alliteration. <laughs> What was the uncertainty one then? I don't know. Probably the, whatever the, the first bit, we'll start with you then. No. Ardby wants to know, who says no? Chera for pick six and the unicorn. <laughs> for those who just, about that. For those who just reme- uh, like us, remembered, the unicorn is Sam Petrovsky-Seaton after Steve-O's tweeting about <laughs> SBS last week. So who says no? Chera. Can't get Chera. Versus Fremantle. Pick six in the unicorn. 
I think you never know. Would, if... I think Carlton would want something along with Chera for that. Mm. Well, maybe they don't. If I mean, who knows? Well, they haven't maybe... played Sam Petrovsky Seaton for the yeah, last few if, weeks. If so... Petrovsky Seaton had played on the weekend, maybe his value skyrockets. Oh yeah, he'd be. <laughs> they'd they'd want pick six just for him. I've had a few sleepless nights since that last week. Thinking about it, oh, no. what? what about the players that play themselves into contracts? So you spoke about Petrovsky Seaton. You didn't think he'd be able to boost his value. What about players who have played themselves into contracts after a couple of games? More, more clubs keep their players and offload them. More players stay at their clubs than mm. than move. Right. How many how many players will be traded this year? Fifteen max. Yeah, just saying. My man Dylan. Fifteen out of eight hundred. My man Dylan Moore wouldn't have got a new deal at Hawthorn last year if he didn't play that blinder in the second in the last game. Wouldn't have got one, you reckon? Every Ab- chance. Absolutely not. How do you know? What if he? <laughs> What if he didn't touch it in that last game and they, their mind was already made up? It's amazing. I can, I'm looking at Mark McKenzie and he's speaking without his <laughs> mouth moving. <laughs> uh, which team will have the greatest fall in 2022? Asks Jesse. Yeah. Let's get the ladder up. There's good radio. Just, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I've got my doubts on whether Geelong can go again. Like, yeah. I don't think they fall and they probably don't miss the eight, but Hawkins sold at a 34 next year. They're generational players. I know everyone's saying the depth's there and they probably will get some kids that kick on, but you don't find Selwood and Hawkins uh, every decade. All right. These next couple, I think we're going to enjoy answering these ones. Thomas wants to know, you guys have to call one player. They have to answer first go or the show is cancelled. Who do we call? You know who I'm saying? Not Mitch Robinson. (laughs) No, you had a moment with Mitch last week. (laughs) Who you got? Who's quick on their phone? Some players, you know what the most annoying thing in football is? When When they don't answer. And you, having seen players at the hub, they spend a lot of time on their phones. Or having seen them tweet in between when you call them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) When you ring them and they don't answer, it's always, oh, sorry, mate, it was on charge. That That is... <laughs> I haven't had that one. Are you serious? No. M- maybe it's just the one to me. <laughs> they all get around, oh, we should, we should stay with this guy. Hey, please have a call. What are the excuses they give you when they don't answer you first time? Oh, meetings meetings running Zoom. long. They love Zoom. meetings running long is a good one. No, I don't, even give, I don't ask for an excuse. No, they bring it up sometimes. You had an infamous one a couple of weeks ago where you called a player and realised you'd put in the wrong number and you, you'd cr- pre-show cracked oh, it yeah. at the player because you were like, <laughs> how have they not called me back? I called him six hours ago. And then realised that you'd put in the wrong number in your phone. <laughs> someone somewhere got a really <laughs> weird text. Have you ever called someone and they've answered, g'day 3 aw <laughs> 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 I'm going to have to explain. I'm not going to name names. We had a colleague, the three of us, had a colleague that rung someone thinking, obviously they wouldn't have dealt with this person much, so the number wouldn't have been known to the person they were ringing. The person picks up the phone and said, g'day 3W, because they were running a radio promotion at the time of like random calls you've got to answer and make sure you, you say that when you answer. Uh, uh, so brought, do we have, brought do the newsroom down. Do we what? have answers then? Mason Cox for me. Because given his tweeting things, I don't think his phone leaves his hand. Yeah. Uh, Scott Pendlebury. Similar. He's looking for a new deal and he's put himself out there. I think he'd be, you, taking, you, he'd be taking a call this week. He thinks this could be Mark McKenzie. <laughs> Chris has a question for us. I've 
often thought that. Like when when you call someone and their number, I wonder what's going through their head that they haven't got your number. Is this someone from another club ringing me? Hmm. What do you think when you get a call from an unknown number? Not an unknown number, a, a phone number with digits. Telemarketer. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably what they think of us. <laughs> probably, probably rather telemarketer yeah. call. Save one, Chris asks, save one out of Hosk, Farnray or Siggy. Has to be unanimous. <laughs> 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 They've all given AFL Exchange so much joy over the time. That, that's the underrated factor if the grand final bobs up in South Australia. Yeah, Hosk. Probably, yeah. the, probably the thing that the football world isn't talking about. Whether or not Siggy can make it across. <laughs> is Siggy, well, Siggy in, is Siggy, Tassie? Is Siggy in there like little hub in Melbourne? <laughs> I mean, you see Siggy in the finals. <laughs> Did his family come down? <laughs> the crossing the road, little <laughs> They're all at Albert Park. <laughs> all right. Do we just keep going with these ones? I don't have a nice spot. We haven't left our houses for. All right, we got we got two more, and then we'll we'll call it a day for this episode of Exchange Extra. What are we going to name the title on the thing then? If there's no nice spot on the did you podcast? Did you go to a game on the weekend? Yeah, Essendon Collingwood. Did you see anything there? Did Nick Cox ran a lot of laps post game. Like he was still running Save an hour it for and a half. We <laughs> just said it was scrap. We're not doing ice spot. <laughs> there it was. <laughs> I spy. This that was the worst I spy. Nick Cox ran a few laps after the game. All right, we're leaving with this question. Great question coming from Pat. How far into Google Images do players get for their retiree tribute grand posts? Now <laughs> that is great. I, we have noticed something. Oh, can I just say something as well? I've got something else to raise after this when it comes to social media. Okay. Uh, in terms of the Google Images. Every club has access to yeah. AFL photos. Yeah. Mm. Now, every club has a, a communications and media department that's sometimes upwards of eight people or so. The players can actually pick up the phone, God forbid, and, and ask this person <laughs> or people to say, hey, can you like find us a couple of really good high-quality shots photos. that don't have like Getty images <laughs> watermarked, all the, all the pixelated ones <laughs> that are drawn out? Uh, so that's one thing. And also, are we in the era of, list soft jobs in terms of like oh. soft retirements. Mm. There's sort of been a few, you know, that, that bending of, um, or murkiness of retiring versus not being offered a new contract and where that fits in. It's like, it's like the, the, the drunk bloke at the pub who walks out before the bouncer comes and gets him. That, that's, it's really. Are you, you saying know, no one knows? Like th there is genuine uncertainty now as to whether someone has been retired or just delisted. Well, I think mm. that's the aim, isn't it, from some of their perspectives? Mm. You go before I finish this off, Chris. Oh, no, I've got like a minor ice buy though as well. Oh, you didn't have one. Yeah, I've just remembered one. You, you jogged my memory, Cal. Just yeah. quickly. What is to it? To all the social media teams out there in the AFL, if it gets to 8, 10 p.m. on that day <laughs> and you're posting about the player's birthday, you've forgotten. <laughs> It doesn't, it should, I'm not going to name the club. I, I can't. Oh, yes, you can. I'm not going to. Mitchell. No, no. Mitchell. Those, those that would know would know about it. But I'm just saying if it gets to 8 o'clock on the day of, it means you've, for, you've forgotten about the birthday post, which is all right. I thought you were a fearless journo. Yeah. <laughs> and you have backed out <laughs> yeah. of naming the club that forgot their players' birthday. They may be playing finals this weekend. Okay. My little ice bite. Levi Casbolt, was he the first retiring player to be the chair 
in chairing off uh, a retiring yes. player. He chaired off Eddie, and he was retiring as well. Mm. Now, I think what they should have done was like the gymnastics when you were in primary school, where you did build like the human tower. You get Kaz, someone's on Casbolt, Betts is on oh. like Casbolt's on someone, then Betts like, is on um, Casbolt. Like Valentine and Sandalands. Yeah, you get a three-person one going. <laughs> now, that would have been good. Captain Carlton could have come out there and done, <laughs> he would have done flips off the top. <laughs> oh, that's exchange Captain extra. Carlton's the most unnecessary. Say ya, say ya, say ya. G'day, I'm Roy. I'm Warney. And I'm Calvin. Together we're the traders, AFL.com.au's fantasy experts. You can catch our podcast every Monday and Thursday where we look at the AFL fantasy action from the weekend and help you get set for the round ahead. All the pigs, all the cash cows, the best trades and captains with plenty of fun along the way. Grab every new episode wherever you listen to podcasts and keep clicking back to AFL.com.au for more fantasy news and advice throughout the season.